As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Food. Glorious food. We're anxious to try it. Three banquets a day. Our favorite diet. Just. Picture a mammoth steak, fried, roasted, or stewed. Oh, food, wonderful food, marvelous food, glorious food. Food, glorious food. <laughs> Poached awesome soup flambe. Broth made from a slop. Or savory soup. Why should we be fated to do nothing but Welcome to another delicious, savory, scrumptious, food orgasmic show. I can say food, can I? <laughs> food critic Alan Borgen here. And Izzy Bussy. Uh, welcome to our show. We're on every Saturday from 4 to 5, right here on AM 1050, 102.3 FM and 106.5 FM, the stations that leave no listeners behind, except those that don't like us and don't want to hear about us, but that's all, all three of them. So anyway, how are you doing, Izzy? I'm good. I'm back. Yeah, you're back. You've been gone for about two weeks. What? To Texas, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Houston. Then you went. You decided. Yeah, the weather's too nice here. I'm gonna go. I want something cold. <laughs> so you went to uh, Dallas and then Fort Worth. Yep. And yep. it's 20 degrees there. Had to experience uh, the weather whiplash. Oh. Really yeah. It went from I think you know I think in Houston it was like uh, about the coldest about maybe 60, and then went to. Dallas Fort Worth and went to about plummet about twenty with rain. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I've never driven in twenty degrees with rain before. And that was interesting. Who knew that when the water hits your windshield, no matter how quickly your your windshield wipers are working, it becomes ice. So yeah. it literally like Forms a, a thing of ice on your windshield. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, experience. I mean, I feel bad for you, but not as bad as you should feel for me. About three days ago, we had terrible weather here. It was about 60, and that was during the day. And then it got to about 30-something, and there was not a lot of snow on the ground. Not much, about a, a 40th of a tenth of, a, <laughs> of an inch. It fell down and then, in, in, what do you call it, melted, but... Uh, Anyway, it was it was a little cold out here, but that's fine. Beautiful weather today. A little cloudy, so we uh, decided to uh, right from the airport. Fifty compared to twenties, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty-three mm-hmm. degrees. Yeah, Holy. huge thirty degrees. <clears throat> that's all. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, went to the airport, pick her up, and we decided we're hungry, so we went to a new restaurant and uh, went. First of all, I'll tell you about that, but also the rest of the show after that. We uh, we're going to talking about. Some fun uh, times I had being a food judge at various different uh, food judging competitions and uh, a lot of 
fun highlights, a lot of memories. So uh, we'll go over those. But he's reminiscing. Reminiscing, and, and Izzy, I'm going to wake her up each time, and <laughs> I'll be snoring. It's like, what am I going to do? Sitting, yeah, we, I'm going to waste my time just sitting here. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, the restaurant is called. We think best is B I E S T. Best or best? I'm not even sure. And they, the, the people who uh, who. Uh, the question they didn't answer this either, so it's B I E S T. It's a Middle Eastern restaurant or Middle Eastern restaurant, but bear with us, it's not your typical Middle Eastern restaurant. It's located at 12760 Foothill Boulevard in Rancho Cucamonga. And again, B I E S T. Um, it's been around for about six months. It's an open air, um, very casual open air, kind of a hip place. Um, I know the music, you fell in love with the music. It wasn't. Sp- Ball type music, but how would you describe it? Mediterranean? <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's more like a I don't know, like it was upbeat, upbeat jazz. Upbeat? No, not quite no. jazz. It's like instrumentals, but it's more like I don't even know what they call it. I wish I know because then I'll find that channel at least. You know, mm-hmm. look it up. But I have no idea. But you know, like I've gone to some high end hotels, and when you check in, that's what they play in your room. So. I've always associated that with like a oh, spa, like you know, it's like a upbeat. There's a beat to it. It kind of like it kind of surrounds you, and it kind of like, but it moves you. Not like put you to bed kind of music. Right. So it's it's, it's nice. Fun. It's a good background music, I think. Even Mr. Guns and Roses man here, I like that music too. It's calming. And yeah, uh, it was very you know it was energetic yet calming at the same time. I don't know how you explain that, but right. you know there you go. Now, in terms of the restaurant itself, it's a fairly large restaurant, uh, mostly tables and some, I'm not going to say booths, I guess they're booths, but casual booths, really, um, with little cushy chairs, and I have no rear end, so, of course, <laughs> I had to sit there. And they have uh, two, it's an open kitchen, they have two uh, gr- wood-fired grill um, grilling areas, mm-hmm. and then they have a pizza, um, wood-fired pizza oven, which is kind of in the back there is no light on it. <laughs> That's my only complaint, really. It's like, that should be a good one. But, uh, you know, it, it should be highlighted, but it wasn't. But uh, very nice uh, young uh, server, very nice. Staff seemed really nice. The yeah, chef attentive, there. very attentive, but not like, invasive. Yeah. The and su- definitely was not pushy. was very willing to come check on you, you know, and, and just go away right. <laughs> afterwards. Now, again, Middle Eastern, you think of, you know, um, baba ganoush and hummus and kebabs. At least I do that when you hear that. This is far from that. It had kind of elements of it with a tweak to it. Mm-hmm. Would you, it's a very, I guess, eclectic, um, I would contemporary. Say a, a contemporary. I would say contemporary um, Mediterranean with a twist. It's like a farm to twists. table. Um, kind of infused into their their ingredients. Very creative. And, yeah, very creative. I, I I I actually when I read the menu, I thought, oh, how exciting! I want to try this place out. That's for sure. And they're located in somewhere called International something Village or something. Um, I think you 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 like in the whole center. It's just full of restaurants, and but it's every type of restaurants you can think of. There's Korean International Restaurant Village. Yep, it's called International Restaurant Village off. Foothill Boulevard, um, it's, if you're going down the 15, it's not on the site where Victoria Gardens is, but it's on the opposite side. Um, it, you have to go a little bit down, and it's on the left-hand side, maybe two, three lights, I would say, and it's just interesting, because there's like French, there's Chinese, there's Korean. There's a great Chinese restaurant. Which I mean, there's a little bit of everything in this whole center. Yeah, the one the one I've been to, I've only been to one, two of them. We went to a chicken, a Korean chicken restaurant. That I don't remember, but I think it was good. And then we went to another, I think, Chinese, oh, Chinese like spicy one. place. Yeah. Like, was, I don't know if she has one. I don't know I what, don't remember. what part But they also China. have a really nice upscale Chinese restaurant with dim sum, if I, unless they change it. It's called uh, China Republic. Mm. And you haven't been there, but very, no, very nice. No, so, well, last time let's get into the food. Um, yeah. The the menu basically there's a bunch of sharing plates, kind of like tapas, small mm-hmm. little plates to share. Mm-hmm. They have uh, some pizzas. They have um, it's called Earth, which is salads, and then they have sea, land, and a um, bunch of sides. Oh, we didn't have any sides. We should have ordered some. Forgot we about did, those. didn't we? Nope, we forgot oh, about those. So. Darn. Anyway, we decided to share a couple of yeah, things. Yeah, like some of them sounds really interesting, like the ingredients. Yeah, the first one was the creamy hummus. You can talk about that one if you want. Yeah, I, we got the hummus, and they have something called avocado hummus or the duck hummus. 
and then they make their own pita from scratch with the dough in their pizza oven. So it's really, really interesting. Good, it's hot. It's fluffy, like little pillows of, you know. A little more doughy than most pita breads. But softer, way yeah. softer. It's like eating pillows of. Love. Love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Warm and it's fresh and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And um, it comes with two pieces. And we, of course, we pick the duck because I've had the avocado one before. So we're like, oh, okay, let's see what the duck one tastes like. And Alan, what do you think? Because I couldn't pick out any duck for, for me. I couldn't either. We forgot to ask um, about whether what, they had, you know, the was duck. Was duck fat? Was a duck, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't taste any of that. But it has a really good flavor. Um, it's reddish color. Um, Alan took a bunch of pictures. So he's going to post it on his Instagram Tonight, account, hopefully. Be on there. No, yeah, I will yeah. do that. It's got olive oil, a little sumac. And really, first of all, the plates are very, very nice. Everyone is different. It's not sumac. It goes sitar. The sitar? Okay. I think it was sitar, sumac, yeah. I don't know. It mm-hmm. looked like it. But um, there wasn't a whole bunch. But again, it's, it's all shareable. It was like $9, something like that. Yeah, it's it's a small, you know, starter. Um, you know, it's, it's I wouldn't say plated. if you're like starving and you expect a huge, like, huge portion, this is not the place for two for people, this is a good But starter. I think it's a good starter, and, and, you know, that way it gives you a chance to try other things. I liked it. No, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. I just couldn't taste a duck. I wish I would I didn't either, yeah. yeah what, what, that's one, what, next time we go, we'll we ask should some ask. questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was the roasted Brussels sprouts, and that was, like, uh, $15, and Izzy, why don't you talk about that one? Yeah, the Brussels sprouts were probably, I, I like, this is my second... Brussels site Brussels sprouts meal this week, and um, I had one earlier this week, and I had like candied bacon and all that stuff. This one was like had goat cheese, crispy shallot, lemon zest, and sumac vinaigrette. Um, it was very good. It's crispy on the outside, and it's I mean still got the crisp on the outside that they crunchiness, quite crunchiness, yeah, when you're eating it, but it's still moist and, and charred, char- you know. Yeah charred in the in, you know on the inside and it's got a good flavor and then the toppings they put on it i mean it has a good crunch you do taste a slight lemon zest so it's not like overwhelming so people that are not crazy about lemon zest i don't you really have to pick it out um i wouldn't say it, it hits you in your face um the shallots really it's really pleasant because it give a different texture and flavor altogether and the shallots are crisp shallots yeah and the goat cheese it was very sparingly. It was like a herb goat goat cheese soft, and it was very sparingly put, like sprinkled little dots. I would all like over. a little more. I, you know, personally, I love goat cheese, so I think I would loved more goat cheese. Yeah, I would ask for more next yeah, time. Yeah, but it's really, really good. Yeah, I think it was good. Now the next one is expect uh, really, really good. It's under the Earth um, salad. It's called the grilled Spanish octopus salad. It was twenty five dollars, and wow, this is wonderful. Yeah, a second octopus I had this week again. (laughs) (laughs) I had some in Fort Worth. And um, if you guys follow my Instagram account, you'll see that one. I think it's sake infused and marinated. It was very good. But this one, actually, it um, has uh, saffron pearl couscous, Spanish chorizo, baby heirloom tomato, which is a little a little smidgen. Uh, Persian cucumber, it's like so thin that literally is almost like marinated. Black garlic and mint yogurt. Um, the black garlic is like basically sprinkled with the, I think it's infused with the yogurt and then they sprinkled it all over the plate. It was kind of like, so very, it looks like almost like an artwork on this piece of that plate that came. It's gorgeous. And then, um, and then they put um, aged, Sherry vinaigrette, which I didn't taste the sherry that much. It wasn't like that vinegary. So um, I think just the flavors were a good balance. I mean, it wasn't overwhelming, but you can taste your food. It just has a good flavor, I think. Well, I thought the, um, the octopus was really, really tender. If you've never had octopus, I know you're going to go, ooh, for those of you that don't like it. But it was very tender. It was, it was just really good. It's more of a textural thing. And it's grilled um, and it's just grilled, right. Yeah. I mean, it's charred just enough so you can taste the wood fire because they actually have a wood fire grill. So you can really taste the wood fire smokiness in it. Yeah. Excellent. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth the money. Mm-hmm. Then we decided, okay, we're still a little hungry. Let's try one more thing. So we went down to the land. This is more of a big I think entree. we just didn't wait long enough. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're kind of hungry. This is called the Vio Oso Buco Tangine. 
Now, this was $46, and wow, this is magnificent. Well, it comes with smoked carrots. It's multi, like multicolored carrots with all the different different colors. Green lentil, dried kale shawarma, curry lamb juice with wood fire pita. So the same pita bread that we had with the hummus. Of course, I was crazy all over that anyways. Mm. It has a really good sauce, so really need the pita bread. I would probably order more because I would like... It was a thickened, it up. a thickened lamb au jus. It was just so good. Very. I didn't taste the curry. Um, it was probably very, very mild. I right. didn't. It wasn't like a yellow curry or Indian curry where you could taste a curry. Right. I, I, it, I, agree I think that. it was a very pleasant taste. It but actually tastes more like, I don't know, like a, to me, I think it tastes more like a, a sweet beef bourguignon mm-hmm. sauce. That's a good explanation. It's, yeah. it's definitely not your Loma Linda... <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, beans, like they have their lentil bean soups or something like that. Very, very good. A very, very nice portion was a big, uh, large, um, you know, piece of veal. Shank of veal. Shank and a piece of veal. Yeah, so it's really good. Very tender. It uh, falls off the bone. Um, the smoked carrots, like I said, they're baby carrots, but they're in different color, the rainbow colors. And the green lentil, I mean, I, I was surprised that actually I found it very lovely. I mm-hmm. mean, and, and I'm not like the one that go out of my way eat lentils, but it's actually, I wouldn't say it's full of flavor, but it wasn't chalky or anything like that. Well, you it's know, very, it's very good. A, it's dinner. a nice complement to the veal, I think. Well, everything was exciting. The flavors are exciting. The food was made fresh to order. And every dish tastes different. Right. So I was very impressed. And we were about ready to leave, and the chef comes out. He goes, no, 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 you got to try this. You got to try Yeah, we met the believe, chef. So he he was so nice. Yeah, he couldn't believe we ate so much food for yeah, two and he people. Created, he said, I create that Spanish octopus salad. You know, that was my idea. And I'm like, awesome. You know, we really loved it. Uh, and so, and the Brussels sprouts was his idea also. And mm-hmm. he, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't leave, don't leave. Don't leave, because we're paid for our bill, ready to go. And he came out and goes, on me. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, never know what you get. So what is it, Alan? It was a buttermilk panna cotta. And um, I believe it was around, let's see, $10. And a very, very light but sweet and just oh, so good. Just a perfect ending. It was very light. It's cool to the taste buds. You know, like, you know, it's, it's nice. Very rich. Yeah, very rich, but... Very lovely. I mean, it's refreshing, I think, after a meal like this. Because by the time we ate the veal, it was kind of heavy now, right? So this is kind of light and just kind of rounds up the evening. It has a spiced persimmon puree. They did a grape medley, which, like, they sliced the grapes. And then they had sliced fresh black mission figs and pistachio sprinkle around and with micro cilantro on top. It was wow. a very neat infusion of flavors and textures, and and a beautiful plate. You know, beautiful presentation. presentation. Like yeah. I said, Alan, hopefully we'll post all these pictures on I, his I promise Instagram tonight. account. I'll be there. Um, so that Alan you get to s- So you get to see the yummy food because it was really, really good. And you know they do have some specialty drinks, and people actually came in to sit at the bar to have drinks. So, you know, it is one of those places you definitely, I think, encourage you to bring friends and or e- even if you're just a date place or a date night or, you know, soft family. It's casual elegance, I guess. Is yeah, because there's, there's people with little kids there, too. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's a family, you know, place, family-friendly place, but it's also a very, um, I would say, more upscale scale feeling. It's a restaurant when you walk in, you go, wait, am I in Inland Empire or am I in L.A.? Yeah, this is kind of, you don't expect to find. But that whole center there, the restaurants now they have a French bistro. They have uh, the I told you the China Republic one. There's quite a few little bit China like different it's like types all of restaurants Chinese, here. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna try to get a hold of the management and uh, maybe eat our way through it one day. Yeah, because we had the Korean chicken place, right? The fried chicken place. Um, I think yeah. So we're ready to try something new. I think we drove by a place called Lux Cantina. Yeah. Um, and then there's several other places. I it just looks yeah, interesting. Bakery, especially food. Uh, yeah, market. I want to see. I want to go in there, but by the time we're done, it was kind of late. It was clo- closed. Yeah. yeah, I was late, so I will love to walk through it. And anyway, see highly recommend if you like it, a little adventure and 
you want to pamper yourself, I think you'll love it. Uh, really, really nice. It's called, I think, Best, B-I-E, or B-S? B-S. B-I, like B-S. Biased. B-S. This Bi- is, maybe biased. Biased. That's a, I never maybe th- it's biased. Biased. Like biased. And this is no B-S on our part. <laughs> <laughs> it's B-I-E-S-T, Middle Eastern uh, food. And it's, in City, Ontario. For, so look for what's B-I-E-S-T. It's Rancho Cucamonga? 12760 Foothill Boulevard, Rancho Cucamonga. Telephone number is 909-922-8018. And again, it's called uh, the food, well, the internet is, um, website is best, BS, whatever. Biased. Biased, B-I-E-S-T dot com. So highly recommend it. I know, I'm terrible. (laughs) I'm just. We're we're slaughtering the name totally. All together. But, you know, like even the cocktails have really neat cocktails. I mean, I can't drink it at all, but just reading it makes me like salivate. But I the mean, one that really got you, only afterwards we see it, handcrafted lemonade with lavender, strawberry, or peach, or blueberry. Any I mean, of those any flavors. Of those. I would have loved the lavender one. Yeah. Yep. They even have lavender sapphire sour. That sounds really good. Like alcohol section, I'm like, oh, somebody good sounds, so. sounds really interesting. Okay, um, before we talk about uh, some of the events that I've been a judge at, I wanted to let you know about Bowler and Bowler Family Law. Now, um, being involved in a divorce um, is an incredibly stressful time to you and your family in your family's life, and having a trusted and professional family law attorney on your side to help you through this troubled times is especially important. Bowler and Bowler, located in Redlands. It's Inland Empire's premier family law practice that specializes in divorces, prenuptial agreements, spousal support issues, same-sex marriages, child support, non-marital relationships, and paternal um, uh, issues. And with over 50 years' experience, both Toby and Sean Bowler, it's father-son, they understand the clients often have many questions and are really good about talking to you on a very normal, person-to-person level. They don't talk down to you or anything. They listen to you, to listen to your needs and your wants and everything. And they're very honest. That's the one thing I really like to them. Both attorneys make it a point to be the best advocate for you, and each one is treated like with dignity and respect. I, I can't say enough about that. Also, the um, Bowler & Bowler Family Law staff are incredibly helpful, knowledgeable, professional, and are there to help you too. So if you can't get a hold of the lawyers, you can call them and they'll, they'll help you out. And when they said they'll call you back, they do. That's Bowler & Bowler. Um, is incredible. They've earned my um, my um, endorsement. Endorsement. <laughs> readings in here. That's a word. <laughs> um, very, very, you know, great reputation for being, uh, you know, some of the finest law attorneys in the area. And you can call them at 909-335-4848. That's 909-335-4848. And their website is bowler, B-O-W-L-E-R, and A-N-D, bowler.com. That's bowlerandbowler.com, bowlerandbowler.com. You know, hopefully you won't have to use them, but if you do, I highly recommend it. So, okay, um, I guess we'll talk about some of the fun things. This is where Izzy's going to fall asleep because she wasn't there to watch me, but hopefully she'll, she'll be excited and say, wow, really, Alan? So, <laughs> so you can ask questions whether they might be stupid or not. It's okay. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Okay, go get them. Get me. Go ahead, have fun with this. Okay, first, the first one I was ever in, it was a salsa competition. A friend of mine, he owns Hispanic Lifestyle Magazine, and uh, he was on TV too, and he invited me to be a judge at a salsa competition. I go, yeah, I like salsa, no problem. So I sat with another, maybe five other people, and of course, I was the only non-Hispanic, I was the only white person there, which is fine, I don't care about that stuff. However... I thought I was looking for him, like, where, where is he? So I talked to him, and he goes, I, I don't eat salsa. I'm like, but you're Spanish. He goes, hell, I don't even, I don't even speak Spanish. So that kind of set me up. I'm like, oh, what am I in for? And all I remember is the second salsa we had. The first one was normal. It was good. The second one was made with, like, I, I believe scorpion chilies. It was, it was just, it killed me. I mean, it killed me. And luckily, I had Pepto-Bismol with me. But it killed my senses. I couldn't taste anything else after that. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my goodness. Why I, would you sign up for a salsa? Because well, I like, didn't know. I wasn't expecting. I mean, it's not like, I mean, you like hot food, but not like super spicy food. I didn't, I didn't know it was. And, you know, obviously okay. the person who made it loves hot food because that was a primary, you know, primary. It wasn't even a flavor. It was just the, the, the sensation was burned the heck out of my mouth. But um, it was good salsa. 
<laughs> I remember that. I was like, this is really good as I'm crying and everything. <laughs> so but, which uh, one won? I don't remember. Because <laughs> you remember I the was, taste? I, my mouth is on fire the whole That's all you can think of. Well, at first, I, you know, this is when, when I was fairly new with this. I was drinking water with it. And none, oh, that's a no-no. No. So I had, luckily I had Pepto-Bizzle with me. I'm not sure why, but I, I had some with me, so. Sweet rolls. Milk. In the South, Bread. we eat sweet rolls. Yeah, okay. Any of those They give you sweet, sticky rolls. It if you eat spicy food, you got sweet, sticky rolls. No water. That's the main thing. Yeah. I love salsa, but I don't know if I'd ever do another salsa. To me, it's like, eh, but. Well, you have to really love spicy food because otherwise, how do you judge something from very spicy to maybe medium to mild, you know? I mean, yeah, you can only appreciate the mild and probably These the were home, home cooked, so I think I, that's the reason I thought it would be good. Looking back, if it was restaurants, I think I would do it because they'd be more creative and I think they'd understand that it's not about heat, it's about flavors and textures and... So, yeah, but um, what's hot to you is not hot to somebody else. Well, that's that's the thing. It's very arbitrary, right? Yeah. Well, they should have a, a category, I think, kind of like with pizza. Where were we? We ate somewhere, and I think we told them mild, and whatever came out was so spicy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was uh, re- recently, I thought. I think recently. And it happened to me in Houston, too. I asked for mild. I got something I was like burning my mouth the oh, entire well, night. When my kids were little, we went to a place called uh, Gandhi's. Um, and it was in um, near uh, South Coast Plaza, right around the block. Mm. And I brought these kids who were young there, and, and they were, we had a, a, a curry, and they go, oh, don't worry, it's very, very mild. I'm, they'll love it. It was so damn hot. <laughs> I'll never forget that. So uh, <laughs> You scarred your children for life. I know. But what? But now they love hot food, so oh, it's different. Well, so. You broke them in. It's then. like you. You say you're a wuss, but you, you eat pretty good by hot food. I mean, jalapenos and, you know, chili rinos. Yeah, but I I... I I really don't do well if it's really spicy. I mean, like, I, I'm like, you know, my eyes are watering, my nose is going. I'm, I'm well, just, yeah, like, that, miserable. That's what makes it good. No, that <laughs> doesn't, that's not a good experience for me. I mean, you know, like. But you do eat it, so that's good. Oh. So, Okay, the next one I remember, this, I've done this about three times, and it's a California chili um, cook-off. And it was at Sylvan Park and one in, in San Bernardino. Okay. And they had one of them. I don't remember the other ones, but the one that I remember the most, it had 99 con, uh, contestants. And it was really interesting because there's red and uh, green chili. So there, there was contests for both. On the red chilies, it was pretty much cumin, chili powder, garlic, oregano. And it was, might have been one of them, maybe a little salt, I think. But what's interesting is it's all by how much garlic or how, I mean, you know, just a small amounts of changes can make a big difference. Some could be more cumin flavor. I know they put some oregano sl- in there. I've oh, never yeah. had Cilantro. oregano. Yeah, they, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. But it's primarily a bunch. Those are the primary ones. I think there's one other one. So maybe cilantro. Mm. But cumin, maybe chili powder, garlic. Maybe it's a California thing. Because I've been to a Texas chili cook-off and it doesn't I don't know. All oregano. I know is um, when judging them, after a while, they all tasted alike. I mean, it was really, really hard. I got one out of the five. I was extremely happy. I mean, that's out of 99. I was very happy. The guy who organized it, he got like, th- I think, four out of five, you know, top ones. I'm like, holy moly, how could he guess that? But um, it was very interesting because everything tasted the same. And unlike other, other um, adventures that I've done with, in, with tasting food, competitions, it hasn't been that way. They've been either really good or really bad or eh. You know, different varieties. But, um, I mean, I'm sure you've done that even though you... you, Now, you've never judged food? No. In terms of competition? No, no. You think you'd be good? I think you would. You're objective. The key thing is to be objective. Well, I'm pretty good at picking out flavors. Me too. You know, like the subtle flavors of things that's hidden in something. You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, what's in there, you know? But you picked me as a co-host, so (laughs) I would kind of contest that. Okay. Humor. Uh-huh. Picked, you're good at picking. Oh, well, no. Okay, anyway, so, um, but that was interesting. Um, I, I wasn't, last year I couldn't make it. Well, I, there wasn't any in the last couple of years, I think, because of COVID. But mm. um, it's a nice event. That, you know, it's a lot of family you know, things to do there. And they mm. take it real seriously. That's the other thing. More than the chili one, but the, the chili cook-off, everyone there is like the experts. Everyone there has got their own. And they take it very, very seriously. And it's not about, I don't think the prize, it's more prestige. That's that's really important. That's something I think throughout all the competitions, but 
It was pretty much with that one a lot. So I can imagine some of them will get really spicy. I've had some really spicy chilies before. Well, none of them were real spicy. Um, they just to me it was like eh, eh, eh. I mean, it was just so many were the same. Really? But again, I, I remember when chili cook off in Texas, and they they were slightly different. I mean, they had they all had slightly different ingredients, that slightly flavors like some were smoky, some had like a back end of a herb or a spice. Was the meat all different in terms of texture? Yeah, the different meat too. Like you know, some of them were chunky, um, and then some of them are more. Like thinner, and then some use venison. I mean, so it's a little bit of everything. I mean, I've had a different things they used in it, and some have beans, and you know, some have. Yeah, this was no beans, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd be God, flying. Can you imagine oh, after whew. that? Whew. Ninety-nine of them. You need an outhouse for that one. <laughs> exactly a cork <laughs> with a bed in it. <laughs> oh, exactly. But um, but all the meat, all too, is all had to be um, small, you know, cut type of things. They're really? All cut in small. So they didn't have different varieties. Like ground and stuff. Yeah, oh. no. Uh-uh. Oh. So. That's kind of sad. I would have liked to have seen more like a chili Colorado one or a chili Verde one. and uh, Although the green one is a oh, Verde sauce. And yeah, but different types of meat or different cuts would be nice too yeah. because you can taste it's like difference to it, right? Well, they, had the, they had a red uh, red chili and they also had the, the um, green chili. I know, but I mean, the meat sometimes play a big part into the chili That's a textural too. thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's important. Yep, no, I agree with that, so... Okay, then one of my favorite ones. This one I'm, I I look forward to every year. It's the International Pizza Expo. It's um, in Las Vegas, and it's, this is my ninth year. I'll be going this year. I couldn't make it last year, obviously. But uh, this year, I'm going to be there. I was invited, so I can't wait. And it's you can't be- wait to get back there, huh? Oh, I, I, I love Vegas. But uh, this is what's neat about this. First of all, it's... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a whole, com- the camaraderie thing really, really impressed me. I mean, how can I say this very respectfully? It's kind of like the mafia, <laughs> but very, very nice. People there, it's friendly. They're how not- is it like the mafia? Well, how is that, that's not even a comparison. Okay. then Are you even getting killed there? No, 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 on? no. Killing with, with passion and love. A lot of hugging. No, I, okay, it's more of a, I shouldn't have said that. I, I take it back. I apologize if I misspoke, which I always do. It, uh, a lot of Italians there. Not all Italians are mafia. So, But to me, it was just like they're very serious. But on the other hand, I've seen things where one one competi- competitor, I wasn't judging it. I was just walking around, looking around. And one competitor uh, forgot something, I guess, in the back or at home or whatever. And another competitor says, oh, here, take, here, here's some of mine. And, you know, they're competing, you know, $10,000, $25,000. I mean, it's a, a prestige of it. I mean, very, very, very seriously. I've never seen any, nothing like the other competitions, even though the chili one was pretty pretty bad. But this was amazing. And uh, but and this is one that you went to. And I think you experienced it, too. The, As the, a the spectator. F- spectator. <laughs> but the friendliness of it, everyone really, I mean, it was amazing how you feel. And they all, they're all there to help each other. 
What's interesting to me is like there's so many people from all around the world. I mean, other countries, and you get the the non traditional pizzas of things they put on it in their country. That's kind of interesting well, to me. Well, there's tradition, there are different categories. There's traditional pizzas. There's non-traditional. I mean, it's with caviar and lobster and whatever you want, really. Yeah, one was like, uh, got like sashimi or something on top. Yeah. It was really interesting. Actually, one of the best ones was from Japan. Yeah. A pizza was with fish cake and uh, sashimi. And so that was really good. Um, and pan pizza, which is, that's where... I learned about uh, be- Detroit-style pizzas, which to me is like the best one, pan pizzas. And then gluten-free, it started out when with first year, first two years we had it, it was like awful. <laughs> it was horrible. But now the gluten-free, all the big uh, Caputo and all the big flour companies have really refined it, and you can't tell the difference. It's a really, really good uh, pizza dough. So, um, But what they do, it's you're sectioned off in the back, right off of the competition area. They probably have 25 different uh, tables there, and they have different ovens. They have about seven or eight different ovens, and pretty much to accommodate the kind of oven that everyone has a different oven that they make their pizzas in. So they come to the table in in the back, and they show us a pizza, and just to make it look like. So what we do is pick it up. A whole pizza? Yeah, it's a whole pizza, not cut up or anything. So we pick it up, we look at the bottom, make sure it's evenly baked and everything. And how it looked, you know, presented. So, like, it, you'll fail if it's, like, charred or, well, like burnt. Well, some things are supposed to be, yeah, if it's real, real burnt. But, you know, charred pizzas are, are okay if it's supposed to be that way. Okay. So, yeah, and you can tell. Hmm. Um, so, anyway, then they come back and they cut it up. They make two pizzas, one for us, the judges, and one for um, the, you know, audiences there. They can get, they can go and have some samples. And uh, then we, we get the bottom, the back part of it, the crustiness, we open it up, we make sure it's baked, number, you know, no dough lines or anything. Then we taste the sauce, we taste the um, dough by itself, and then we taste the whole product mm-hmm. with all the ingredients on it. And some things were just, you pick it up and everything slides off, so that was easy to write zero. <laughs> it, that would, it would, didn't receive a good uh, judging on it. Mm-hmm. Some things had, um, you know, it, ingredients that didn't make sense. And to me, everything on a pizza should make sense, either with a flavor or a texture or even a color or something, but mm-hmm. make sense of it. Uh, there are some that are just useless. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I think I remember having one, one that one year that I went um, as a spectator and was able to get a sample. Um, it was like a hamburger one. Mm-hmm. How like it, w- it was interesting. It was like hamburger meat. Like crushed, you know, like crumbled, but then there were pickles. It's like chili. It's like a hamburger pizza. Yeah, yeah, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, and I was like, it was like a cheeseburger pizza. Everything on cheeseburger they would have there. Well, think about it. All pizza is 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 an edible plate. It's dough, you know. Yeah, but that was just I don't know. I couldn't get my head around it. But of course, the sashimi one, like wow, it was good. So I don't know. It was squid ink and sashimi. I remember that one with caviar and ah, was like truffle oil and all. I was like in heaven. Mm -hmm. So you, it wasn't like a preconceived notion. It just maybe I don't. Yeah, I'm not crazy about like. Well, sometimes Mus- you, yellow mustard, and I think that had yellow mustard all over it, and it just like well, sometimes you, th- it. you look at it and you're like, eh, it doesn't look appetizing. Um, and then you eat it, and it's like, wow, it or, was interesting, but it wasn't like a wow to me, yeah. Where some things look wowing and they taste like crapola. So, uh, one of them, which is kind of a fun story, it was a mushroom pizza, and it was not good, it didn't rate or anything. And that year, I posted some pictures of some of the winners. And one of the losers, <laughs> uh, Derek, he uh, mm. texted me and just really got upset at me. And, you know, why and blah, blah, blah. And so I decided, well, you know, texting's not the right thing. Let me give him a call. So I called him. He was in Texas. And I called him. And he kind of reamed me, you know, how dare you? And I've been doing this for long. And, I'm gonna, and I told him, you know, how I feel. Button mushrooms have, white mushrooms have no flavor. It's just a textural thing. It's cheap. That's why it's on pizzas, you know. But... I like mushrooms on my pizzas. Well, I like them too, but I like, you know, I like if, I like fancy ones, things with flavor at least, more than anything. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and he kind of agreed with me. And to make a long story short, we're best friends now. He, uh, I agree, we went Joe. To, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we went to Texas, we, uh, he has a restaurant there. 
and we met with him. Just the nicest guy, and mm-hmm. he respected me for being honest and telling him. And he, he thought I was right. Afterwards, it was. Yeah, was Joe a, and I don't don't agree with you. You like plain Joe? You like no, just plain mushrooms? He thinks you're a snob. He's oh, being a no. pizza snob. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. No, I mean I just like things with flavor. I just don't like eating things with no flavor. Well, come on. But, I like. But think, mushrooms have no flavor. Yeah, it does. Oh, you There's okay. a distinct flavor to it. <sighs> Who says we get along? Okay. Okay, well, anyway. I don't agree to that. Okay, well, you don't have to agree with that. No, I don't agree with that. Yeah, but, I mean, that might not be your thing. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like hitting your face flavor. But, I mean, there's a distinct flavor to mushrooms. On some, yeah. Not button mushrooms. You said some. I agree. What are some? Well, I think all the mushrooms have distinct flavor, aren't they? Okay, well, okay. That's your opinion, so Mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, One of the things that really stuck out was one, and he's from uh, Studio City, uh, Alley. Um, He won, (laughs) it was an Indian pizza. So it was Ah. Indian uh, tikka masala chicken, and with cilantro and onions, and oh my God, it was delicious. Hey, you made one like that, and I tried it. It was super yummy. That's what kind of got me going, yeah. Yeah, that was like out of this world. You even made a gumbo one. That was amazing. That was good. I like that one. So I learned a lot from different ones. I think a pizza is a, it's basically a blank slate. You can pretty much put anything on it if that's your thing. Well, the oven that I, I just got an oven, it's called the Gosney, G-O-Z-N-E-Y. And uh, unbelievable. It's under, it's like $400, not not too expensive really. But you hook it up to either wood, a little thing of wood, or you can hook it up and light the fire, or to propane. And it gets to 900 degrees. It's quick and easy. In two minutes, you got a pizza. Mm. Um, There's another one called Uni, O-O-N-I, which was kind of the first little portable one. And they're good too, but I the Gosney one I really really like. Very well made, good customer service, and just easy to do. And Izzy's had many; she's made many pizzas for that. And uh, it's it pretty tasty, I have to say. I mean, like now I'm like, ah, I look at pizzas like the flatbreads. I'm like, ah, I can make that. I'm like, well, I'm not ordering something I can make now. Yeah, you're <laughs> now you're a little. <laughs> But it's true, aren't it? Well, if I can make it at home fresh and I can put anything on it, why would I pay like $20, $30 or something? Right. But with the Gosney pizza, don't you agree it's restaurant quality? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Joe? What do you think? The, this pizza you had when Alan made it. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he liked it. Yeah. Talk about picky eater. He's, and he's a picky eater, if yeah. If he likes it, that's good. If he so. likes it, it's like Mikey likes it, it's good. Right. Really, really good. So... Um, but again, the Pizza Expo is wonderful. It's going to be in March 22nd to 24th. We'll be there for four days and mm. uh, eating our brains out and, and just meet, being people. I know. hope so. I mean, I don't know. Things have changed after COVID. You no, never they, know. They still have you know taste and everything. Ooh, so I get to go but run up and get all the pizza you want. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah. again, every manufacturer of tomatoes and cheeses and boxes and you name it they have you their, left joel behind he, he's sad he wants to go okay he wants to go might have to pack them in the suitcase you've got a large one you can sneak them in there <laughs> <laughs> so okay um before i tell you about my all-time most interesting one i'm not gonna say the best but it was it was the one that really um it brought me to tears let's put it that way tears of joy and which is something okay i want to like, hear hmm. but uh i want to tell you about another sponsor of ours it's called soaring swine acres now, again, this is a, a small company. I love, I love small companies. I like people who take, you know, take uh, chances and make some great products. And Soaring, Soaring Swine Acres is definitely one of them. They make over 300 delicious-tasting uh, jams, jellies, honeys, sauces, pickled products. Their new Voodoo um, Queen Holistic Teas, which you love, Izzy, mm-hmm. I know. And you can't find anywhere else except on their store or on their internet. Mm-hmm. I know. They even make um, salsa. I think you had yep. that smoked butternut squash salsa. Yeah, of all things. That was so good. I mean, I could see that on any food I eat, like veggies, well, that's, chicken, anything. That's what I learned from them is it's not your regular, you know, schmuckers, jellies. and ugh. Well, plus they use 100% cane sugar or they use erythritol, which is really expensive. If you're a sugar-free person, you know how much erythritol costs. Yeah, plus it's just a lot of flavor and it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, really, really good cooking, making appetizers, you know, just, just getting cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And sticking over cream cheese makes a big deal. Mm-hmm. And they're all made with small batches. That's the nice thing. So they run out of things. Just but tell me you want it. Yeah, it's like a farm-to-market kind of thing. I mean, yep. farm-to-market 
the table kind of thing because it's like whatever's at the farm or what's in that season, that's what they make. Right. And so they, that's really cool. Yeah, I really, really admire them. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my um, <laughs> items that I just go nuts over, the real savory, delicious items, the rosemary pear jelly. I love this next one. The ginger orange jam. Oh, my goodness. Cherry chili jam. Smoked apple jelly. I mean, that's the most mm-hmm. unusual one. Plus so many other sensational products. They make great gifts for the holiday or just to pamper your own own uh, self. You know, if yeah, they have Jam of the Month Club. Right. So, you know, if you're thinking of a good, unique gift, that's a good place to think of something outside the box. Yeah, if you just want to get a little Yeah, something, it's you, a good thought. A thank you. It's a good, nice thank you gift for somebody. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so if you want to look them up, it's called SoaringSwineAcres.com, S O A R I N G. S W I N E Acres A C R E S dot com. That's Soaring Swine Acres dot com. I know it's a mouthful. That's Soaring Swine Acres dot com. And they're in on California Street in Nukaipa. Mm-hmm. And if you go there and Mary's there, Mary Ruder, just say hi and Alan recommended you and plus they get free samples. So it's kinda yeah. like Costco. Alan Izzy recommended you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's kinda neat where you and can And try their teas. They do have the cheese you can try and it, it's all kinds of different herbs mixed into the teas. So they have different holistic um um Medici- medicinal, medicinal value, yeah. you know, to them. So I like it. I think it's really cool. And they have a lot of herbal ones, you know, that's not caffeinated. So yeah, definitely go by and try it. Okay? Yeah. All kinds of goodies. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is probably the most unusual tastings I've ever done in a competition. I saw that they were having this and I decided I'm going to reach out and see if they'll invite me. So I did. <laughs> you invited yourself? <laughs> I invited myself, and they thought, wow, we've never had a food critic. We've had professional judges, but we've, I mean, chefs and everything, but we've never had a food critic, so we'd love to have you. So they flew me, accommodated everything for a week, to Jamaica. So it was uh, Montego Bay, and it was for the Caribbean Chef Association, and what it was is a competition. So it was all the neighboring islands there. Um, they basically had competition. Now... What's really neat about it is everyone there, these are chefs that want to learn, to be, be the best chefs they can so they can come to America or come mm-hmm. out of Jamaica or help Jamaica grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, every one of them, it was like amazing how they really cared and they really took it seriously. Afterwards, probably the highlight was coming up to me and other judges and asking what can they do better next time. They weren't angry. They didn't lose or anything. They just wanted to know what can they do Next, no eagles. Just it was like if they had tails, it'd be like little puppies. You know, when they're happy to see you. No, really, it was just it made you feel so warm that these people were just so positive. I think it's a cultural thing. Well, that too. I think culturally they're very positive. um, You know. Well, thankful agree. for what they well, have. It's, it's you like know. The children. You know, they're all wearing uniforms. Education is number one in um, what do you call it, Jamaica, and you know, there's there's some real poor areas. I mean, you think you've seen poor in this area? Nothing like there. And they're as happy as can be. We're driving the bus up. We're seeing one kid smiling. We go down, smiling. He's still walking. He's probably walking six hours to school. I mean, it's was, it was crazy. But they're all smiling and nice, and that's the whole culture. That's why I love uh, Jamaica. That's why I want to take you there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a neat. It makes you feel good. You know, there's either upper class or lower class. There's no middle class, and the upper class do they do help the lower class? And it's just you know, one country, one people, one country, and that's mm-hmm. that's what's so nice about it. And they take a lot of pride in themselves. And, he, and I just, they go out of their way for you. You know, they, I mean, they have crime like everywhere else, you know, in Kingston. But I've been there like six times, I think five times. And wow. Yeah, really, really neat. So Cool. Okay, so Chef's a Competition, it was based upon organization of, of the products and uh, of the station, the cleanliness, which at the time it wasn't a big deal here, but it was there, and originality. And those are the four main things. And uh, basically presentation, that was the fourth one. And what it was, um, again, very, very serious. They thrived to be their best. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. And 99%, this is a key thing, 99%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you can go higher, you probably would. We're men. There are very few women competitors. Oh. Now, what, what, you know, we went around tasting. Um, we didn't see we, the people who did it, the chefs who did it. They explained, you know, they gave your name, they gave what the ingredients were, what they wanted to do. And basically, you know, as professional tasters, whether most of the people were from out of the state, um, chefs, some well-known chefs and stuff. And basically, we were there to, say, to taste the products and does it work? Do the ingredients work? Was it, you know, did it make sense? Did it work? Was it something that is sellable? And did it show creativity? And the answer is yes, 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 yes. On Jamaica, everything's fresh there. So, I mean, you got the best ingredients, and um, that was very impressive. Um, when they announced the winners, you know, third place, second place, when they announced the first place winner, everyone it was like a hush, and then a giant scream. Everyone was happy. It was a young woman. She was cooking, I think it was two or three years. That's it. She's been cooking. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say they're chauvinistic there, but they're male dominance, I, I guess, in terms right. of Isn't chefs. Isn't the whole entire famous chef, you know, they're mostly men? Yeah. Oh, well, okay, so now they're go. more and more. At the time, this is like eight years ago, nine years ago. But they, they enthralled her. They picked her up on their shoulders. They marched her around the big hall there. All the judges, I'm not ashamed to admit, we were all crying. It was the most touching thing in the world. It was so neat to see how they gave of their emotions and themselves to this young woman. And she was crying. And I mean, it was just so neat and everything. Um, probably the downside of this whole thing, they, one of the judges didn't show up there, so it was for the mixology. <laughs> <laughs> So they asked me to so be in it. I'm like, I don't eating. drink a lot. Well, well, this is after we ate, thank God. Oh, good God. Yeah. But then again, um, so mixology, basically, there was about 40, I think oh, it was 35 to 40 competitors. <laughs> and basically, they were looking for original mixed drinks, basically, concoctions and how it looked and originality. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They didn't have anything to spit out. <laughs> So you had to taste a little bit of everything. And some things are like great punches. You didn't taste any booze. So you were drinking it like crazy. By the end of it, I was flipped out. Like <laughs> I felt like an alcoholic. I was like, ugh. And it was kind of funny. All of us were a little, a little nutsy. Uh, but there were some bar, you know, professional bartenders from New York there, Chicago. Oh, wow. But they, they knew how to but, you know, not be able to spit anything out. <laughs> But uh, that was that was very interesting. I never ever would do that again. You think it's fun being loaded like that, but not I, for me. I couldn't remember which ones tasted the best. I took notes and everything, but mm-hmm. as it went on, I couldn't read my notes. <laughs> it's just big smile faces. Yeah, it's, you know, I would be like wheeled off to ER after the first well, one. Well, afterwards, thank goodness the hotel was walkable distance and everything. <laughs> but um, that was my probably the most unusual one. I'd love to go there again, knowing what I know now. Um, I've been doing this for 20, 28 years, I think, on being a food critic on TV mm. and, and radio and newspapers and stuff. So I feel like I know more. I'm always learning. And that's one thing I enjoy is learning every day. It's not like I know everything, and I don't. I don't want to know everything because there's too much pressure put on you if you know everything. Um, that's why I like you. I admire you. You try everything. You may not like it. You may have an opinion on it. It's different than mine. But at least you try it. Mm-hmm. I mean, from bugs to everything, you've tried it, and, and that that was interesting. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of things I don't prefer personally, but I will try it. Yeah, and I, I admire that. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my biggest big bugaboos is people who you mention sushi and they go ooh, and you know you ask them, did you try it? No. Well, how could you? You don't earn the respect of a, ooh. You don't earn that. Com- you know, if if you try, you don't like it. I don't care. That's fine. You know, I don't expect you to like everything. At least like some things. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
But um, yeah, Jamaican uh, Joe's making faces. Yeah, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's my entertainment. <laughs> I'll look, so I'll look won't at be him. snoring over here. It's like, <laughs> this guy's nutsy. He's crazy and everything. But but don't you think it's important? I mean, don't you want people to try things? You've been around people who just eat the same thing all the time, don't you? You've had that. Yes. And it's it's boring, isn't it? Snooze. Yeah, yes. It's the same stuff. They're afraid to take chances and. I always tell people the way you are with eating is the way you are with sex. <laughs> you have one position and that's it. Well, I can't expand on that. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't prove that one. Okay. Well, I'm, I can't either, but <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's some people just like commonality. They like the same thing over and over and they go to the same restaurant. They order the same thing. I like seeing different twists like this, the restaurant we just tried. It was a really neat twist, mm-hmm. you know? So, and there's, yeah. there's some restaurants that we go to that we like, which we'll talk about in a second, but I mean, oh, I went to the really good one. Which uh, where? Um, in Fort Worth, they had okay. This is probably out of the box. I've never seen it before. They had fagua on top of a nigiri, so they make a fagua nigiri. So it's a sushi. It it with was fagua? Oh my with fagua. I was like in <laughs> heaven. It was so good. Actually, rice actually made it more rich. Uh huh. So it, and then they drizzle like this berry, like compote stuff on top. So it, it has like that salty, sweet, savory. And then it, I, I was like, wow, blew me away. What blew me away is the one we went to in, in um, Dallas or Fort Worth or Houston. I don't remember. <laughs> Fort Worth. Where they, basically the chef makes what he wants. Yeah. Omakaze. Yeah. And it's like, oh my goodness. It's pricey as can be. But omakase is always the best. But everything is like and we had one in orange. It was really good. Oh, that omakase. one too. Yeah, yeah, orange. Yeah. You know, the chef just you eat it. You it's kind of like the yeah. chef Nazi. You want chef. if you want soy sauce when you're not supposed to have soy sauce, he won't give it to you. Yeah, it was amazing. So, so there's two minutes left, and so we want to thank another sponsor of ours. Um, we're excited to tell you about Ray's uh, Shanghai Bistro, which is located next to the Redlands DMV on Lagonia in Redlands. Ray's Shanghai Bistro offers the largest and most delicious, authentic array mm-hmm. of traditional and original Chinese dishes available in the Inland Empire. Some of my favorite dishes are the house-made potstickers, the crispy, crispy pork spare ribs with garlic. You told me about that one. That was mm, delicious. So good. And the unique spicy lamb with bamboo, the sweet and tangy deep-fried orange peeled beef, which is one of the best I've had. Gen- general sow chicken and the savory basil spicy shrimp mm. plus lots of vegetarian dishes mm-hmm. so anybody that has a dietary needs just let them know they'll tailor it around you um, whether you dine in or pick up the food and enjoy the food at home and uh, you can have them cater your next party or special occasion nice people i know you can see why ray's spelled r-u-i apostrophe s shanghai bistro is truly the best chinese restaurant I in agree. the Inland empire i, I totally agree the website is raisechinesebistro.net. That's raisechinesebistro.net. Great place. So thank you for listening to the show. It's the Let's Sign Out show every Saturday from 4 to 5. And food critic Alan Borgen. And Izzy Bussy. Take care, everybody. Happy Bye. eating. County for listening to KCAA 102.3 FM, the station that leaves no listener behind. As a small business owner or decision maker looking to start a new business, are you frustrated with having to handle all the administrative business for your company? A constant turnover of bookkeepers and staff to keep the business running and out of trouble while you are trying to grow your company? You can't do all this paperwork and expand your business too. Executive Services can provide your company with chief financial officer services, including tax return preparation and advice, bookkeeping, financial statement preparation and analysis services, loan package preparation, payroll, marketing services, notary services, new business formations, business liability insurance services, and an on-call CFO to help you with any business questions or issues you run into. Call Executive Services at 800-707-1477 now to get your company organized and have a peace of mind. For only a couple of hundred dollars a week, you can have an experienced CFO on call to handle all of your company's administrative issues and problems. Call 800-707-1477 or visit the Executive Services website, www.xscvs.com for more information.
This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mailhouse. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint, 714-399-877. Silva and Silva Law is here for all your living trust needs. As attorneys, it's hard to tell someone it's too late to draft a will or living trust. Planning for one's final wishes is never easy, and the last thing you want to do is leave a mess for your children to clean up, or even worse, have to go through the probate process. Silva and Silva Law is a father-daughter law firm located in downtown Redlands. Find us on Facebook or call 909-798-1500. 909-798-1500. Have your revocable living trust drafted by an experienced attorney and tailored to your specific needs. Call Sylvan Silva Law, 909-798-1500. It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama in the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart. How you doing? This is Gary Garver. In today's society, the majority of people are not getting enough sleep. I know I'm not. If you're like me and having problems getting a good night's rest, Whether it's health or stress-related, I have a solution for you. South Pacific Sleep Lab. South Pacific Sleep Lab will do an evaluation of your sleep pattern and will provide a comprehensive study so you can start getting a restful, peaceful night of sleep. They take all types of insurance, which will cover your cost of the evaluation, and they will even provide transportation to their offices at no cost to you. For more information, contact Tony at 310-999-1887. That's 310-999-1887. Tony even stays awake all night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you can sleep better and rest easy. South Pacific Sleep Lab, start feeling better and getting a great night of sleep today. I'm Chris Caraggio. The U.S. and its allies are cutting Russia out of the SWIFT banking system. That's according to a statement from the White House. The countries claim the move will ensure Russian banks are disconnected from the international financial system. That's in addition to their ability to operate globally being harmed. The Pentagon says there's no truth to a Russian claim that the U.S. used surveillance drones to aid the Ukrainian Navy. The Russian Ministry of Defense says it was highly likely that U.S. assistance allowed Ukraine to attack its vessels Friday in the Black Sea. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby denied the claim, saying to chalk this up to just one more lie by the Russian Ministry of Defense. Ukrainians are being called on to take up arms and defend their country against Russia, and former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko is one of those who has answered the call. He's seen in a video that's gone viral, calling out Russia's leader as he carries a rifle on the streets of the capital. Putin will meet hell, and the Russian people and the Russian soldiers who come here to kill Ukrainians will pay the uh, big price. Ukraine's current president, Vladimir Zelensky, has said the future of European security is being decided right now in Ukraine. The CDC is updating its mask recommendation guidelines. At a briefing yesterday, Director Rochelle Walensky unveiled a new community-level metric system that labels an area's COVID level as low, medium, or high. The CDC now says masks only need to be worn when a community is in the high level. Immunocompromised people are recommended to wear masks when a location is at the medium level. Well, it looks like Sean McVay is staying with the Rams. The 36-year-old Super Bowl-winning head coach touched off speculation a couple of weeks ago that he may be leaving the NFL to pursue broadcasting opportunities and focus on his upcoming marriage. However, an ESPN reporter posted on Twitter that McVay told the network he's committed to coaching the Rams in 2022. McVay was reportedly scheduled to meet with Amazon next week about a Thursday night football commentator position. The Rams defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 in Super Bowl 50 to capture their first Lombardi trophy since the team moved back to Los Angeles. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. I took a pill in Ibiza to show... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.